You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, Patrick and Declan were both in uh, St. Paul for Byron Buxton, Alex Scuff. We'll get to that. But, you know, Pat, um, I tend to side with the people chirping you on Twitter. Rocco needs to do a better job uh, managing Duran and telling him not to throw meatballs and uh, wacky pitches. I want to know if the dugout or the catcher is calling the breaking ball after after uh, the nailer guy is like five minutes late on both fastballs. I got a good idea. Let's throw the splinky slider 12 feet outside the plate and let it go to the wall. Yeah. What kind of morons are these guys? The, if the guy's late twice, do the same thing. What the hell are they doing? God almighty, they want to fool them all the time. They want to fool them. Sometimes you don't have to fool them. And uh, uh, Dick Dick and the boys, I wasn't there, of course. Dick and the boys, very upset. They thought it should have been called strike three because the guy kind of hacked as he was falling to the ground. So uh, I, I don't know if that was a swing or not. I, I don't think I don't I don't think it worked. I don't think it qualifies God. as a swing. So anyhow, uh, yeah, that was a bad loss. Oof. And, you know, but, hey, guys, two hits, four uh, two runs, four hits. The hell with them. I, I'm glad you got beat. The hell with you. You know what, though? We So we just got done recording a scoop session with Doogie. And Doogie, so we weren't sure because, you know, the Angels just put, like, a quarter of their roster on waivers. Yes. And the Twins are in a position to, if they want to. And so we were wondering, what at what point does the rec- the order of the records lock in? And Doogie said, as it was told to him, so we're going to find out like at noon today where those players got claimed. But the rec- but it was after yesterday's game's records is where the waivers lock in. This might have been a chess move by the Twins yesterday, Pat, to <laughs> intentionally tank for, for waiver claiming position. What scares me, however, would, if you're trying to get one of those players is the Yankees will claim about four of them. Uh, the, you know, the Yankees are below you. They still aren't going to give up. They're 65 and 68. They won three in a row. The one guy you really like, Matt Moore, is not going to be available. Somebody's going to yeah. take him. And uh, I'd take Ronaldo Lopez, too. I'd take the other reliever. Those are the two guys I'd want. Would you take one of the righty, the righty power bats or no? Yeah, I probably Hunter Renfro might be fun, you know, to have him here for a while. What the hell? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'd claim him. I bet I bet they claimed him. Uh, I, I don't think Giolito, but because uh, he's been really bad. But I, I think I put in claims on all of them if I were them and see who you end up with. But I were at Renfro. Yes, I'd take him. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know how I'd play him, but I'd find room for that right handed bat for sure. And I, I th- think that there's a possibility, Pat, that if you d- do that, despite the fact that this guy hits from the left side, that hopefully might be the end for Joey Gallo. Well, I, I think it's the end, isn't it? If Buxton comes back and Kirilov comes back, it's got to be the end. They uh, did pinch it for him yesterday with Luplo when they when Cleveland hadn't made a pitching change. Well, early. they got they got to add one. They're going to add one position player, so uh, you know. 
and and they're who else are they getting back? They're getting uh, Castro. They're getting Castro back. So mm-hmm. it's got to be Gallo, Luplo, and uh, and then uh, you know you got an extra spot to put on. Uh, you got four. You can have fourteen position. He's, he already told us it's going to be fourteen and fourteen. It's not. 15 and 13. So yeah, I, I would say Luke Lowe and Gallo are the two guys in trouble. But if you get a Renfro, I don't know. You know, you know, get him. He can beat Don Baylor, right? You got Don Baylor and way back when just to hit one home run <laughs> to win a game, which helps. Six. So yeah, that's uh that but yeah, I, I guess, but I'd claim damn near all of them, I think. Uh, I I doubt if you're gonna get them though. I, I think I really think the Yankees old. Really? So the, you think the Yankees the would because it would they're all free agents. So that you think the Yankees would ju- just to go double middle fingers to the rest of the league would just swallow. Well, no, some guys I up. think they feel like they could still, uh, you know, they're a long, long, long shot, but they're not going to say we can't. You know, they're sixty five and sixty eight. They've won three in a row. They're probably feeling like, oh, you know, it's not over yet. Yeah. So. They did, but I think they did just call up their two best prospects this <laughs> this morning. It was reported that whoever their oh, two really? top prospects they are did. some. So they might, maybe they're into, I mean, I could see just from an ego standpoint, I could see you being right on this, but what, I guess what, we'll find what, out. What do you think is the, how are they going to close this loophole baseball? They're going to, uh, you know, because they're, they just surprised the hell out of them. They didn't, they didn't see this coming. They want the trade deadline to mean something, right? Yeah. Well, who, if there's a possibility that you're going to have players like this available three weeks later for nothing, you're going to stop giving up prospects for players on August 2nd, right? You know, I'll Aren't tell you, you guys, about about 20 years ago, so fantasy baseball had this problem for a long time, Pat. And now what fantasy mm-hmm. baseball and football have done is they there's there's certain caliber of players. If you just get mad at the league or something, you know, yeah, like, I, so I quit, I'm going to drop my players. Or I'm gonna, or I'm gonna drop a player and tell Judd, "Hey, I'm gonna drop this player. You pick him up, and we'll collude yeah, and split yeah, the money." Right, right. So I once won a fantasy baseball league because this is like in college, because yeah. someone got mad and drunk and gave up on the league and dropped like peak Vladimir Guerrero, and I, <laughs> and I, and I happened to see it come across. I'm like, I mean, he's available on the waiver wire, yeah, right, right? Right. So maybe we I, need to set a rule where, like, okay. If a guy has 20 home runs or something or whatever it is, you can't just drop Hunter Renfro and have someone pick him up. I would guess that uh, after the trading deadline, uh, anyone claimed that waivers will not be eligible for the postseason. Something like that. Something like that. I would. They're going to do something because you got to know. Manford and the commissioner and the commissioner's office are every time these guys outsmart them, they get very upset. So. Uh, I, they're they're going to come up with something, but this is the, you know, the, everybody was ridiculing the Angels for being idiots, but now other teams are trying to do the same thing to get rid of these people and save some money because they're going to be free agents that walk anyway. So uh, yeah. it's going to be the new deal, and it will really lessen the trading deadline. I think you know, if you, I, like I mean, all those guys you added, if you were a contender that you gave up a bunch of prospects for, you know. Wouldn't have you waited if you knew this was a possibility? I love that the Angels went from like 30 days ago. We're going to buy. We're going to make one last run with Shohei Otani and then fart noise the last day. Artie Marino Marino went nuts that his GM was trying to trade Otani and and said, no, we're going all in. We're going to trade a bunch of our prospects. For what purpose? Uh, To... 
you know he's leaving anyway. For, you know, and now you, we need a new stadium. And by the way, we are now promising you to be a rotten team for about four years in the biggest market in America. So they deserve it. Anyway, they deserve ten they, years of. They deserve to be contracted. That's the most. Yes. Re- I mean, think about having Mike Trout and Shohei Otani for six years together, Trout for a decade, (laughs) and you can't get to a wild card game? Like, it's embarrassing. Didn't they play one? They played one playoff game, didn't they? Trout, Trout, I think, has played three playoff games. Yeah, Yeah. he's played the playoffs before. Trout and and some of the twins from the wild card year, they played one game each year. You know, Mm -hmm. Eddie played one playoff game for us, right? Eddie Eddie played one playoff game for us. So I went to, uh, we were in St. Paul as we, uh, Declan and I, and we didn't get to see much of uh, Buxton out in center field, did we? No. no, uh, We saw one fly ball and then one uh, ball off the wall. I thought he was a little tentative going to the wall on that ball, and I was glad he was. Good, good. He wouldn't have have caught it anyway. (laughs) He wouldn't have caught it anyway. Uh, But he's uh, his standing, his posture looked terrific out there in center field. I mean, he was he was he didn't he didn't move around. His his posture looked good. Uh, Kirilov looked lousy. Doesn't look like he's uh, ready to hit yet, but. uh, he's going to play again tonight. Apparently, Buxton's going to play again Friday. But we didn't see much uh, much evidence. And the I thought the crowd reaction was rather tepid, didn't you, Declan? For Buxton? Not for Buxton. I mean, it was a decent cheer, but none at all for Karloff. I would say half the crowd didn't know oh, he plays yeah. for the Twins. You know, that's that that crowd is. <laughs> I feel know. like half the Twins fans don't know that Karloff plays yeah, for the yeah, Twins. Yeah, right, right. right. Outside, I I think his wife or family members were right behind me, Pat, because every time Kirloff came up, the cowbell would ring. Like someone had oh, a cowbell really? next to me, and, and it was <laughs> just and it was just for Kirloff. I noticed it every at bat. That cowbell would only ring for Kirloff. Okay. Well, he uh, he hit. He got one base hit to right field. He grounded out twice and struck out twice. So yeah, uh, not a great was, showing. The pitcher looked okay. The uh, the um, the guy that the called kid? up. Yes. The new catcher. Yeah, he had a good okay. slide ball. He had a good slider. He's he's got a live arm. But uh, anyway, meanwhile, uh, big reds in town, and uh, I wonder I wonder how many uh, Nebraska people will fight their way into the gold out tonight. What do you think? I, so I don't know. What this, are you this... kidding? PJ PJ Flex said the whole place is sold out because of PJ Flex. Yeah, Pat Pat, it's going to be nothing yeah. but Gopher fans. Yeah, come well, on! I was surprised it was the first sellout here in like three years or something, right? Three four years. So yeah. Um, Yes. So, all right. A noted, a noted former Husker, Jeremiah Searles, texted me yesterday, and and because you know we got a little, little uh, yeah. a, a beer and a steak bet on this game, and mm-hmm. uh, he said fifteen thousand minimum big red fans. It's the closest game for them to travel to. So, I doubt it. I doubt it'll be that big. I, 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 I but I bet eight to ten. Probably eight to ten, and now that red's going to look kind of strange among all that gold. Yeah, this, if you're going to have a gold out game, don't do it for Nebraska. Don't do it for uh, Eastern Michigan. You know, when they're going to have like four well, people there in the green shirts. You know, but but the problem then is you don't the, get sta- the stadium out. won't be full, and yeah. so it's just very apparent of all all the potential empty seats yeah. if you do it for Eastern Michigan. I, I'm yeah, interested. I, 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 to, go ahead. Do the they should have done the maroon out. 
or this so that it yes, the red yes, blends right. in. And then for <laughs> Iowa, do the gold out for Iowa so those idiot Iowa, Iowa fans, they look like gopher fans, right? Yes, that, that, that would be a very good idea. I'm very interested to see if the quarterback is really good or not. If the quarterback's really good, they'll be okay. Uh, if, yeah. if, if not, because they have receivers for sure. Until Ottman Bell gets hurt, they're going to be okay. But they have a, they have a, you know, they have receivers. It'll be interesting to see if uh, PJ actually will throw the ball thirty times a game. That that'd be interesting. I'm also interested in if stopping the clock, if no longer stopping the clock on first downs can reduce the time of game from from uh, college football games to four hours and 10 minutes, let's say, instead of the uh, usual four and a half. I, I also, they should have a clock on halftime shows, uh, not halftime shows, halftime TV shows. Oh. Uh, now, this one's not on the Big Ten Network, uh, so you won't have the half-hour halftime show. But uh, the, the, the Big Ten Network's halftime thing I think they get more viewers for that than they do for their games because the thing, damn thing runs 30 minutes. Right. 12 average. So wait, yeah, I have a oh, dumb God. question. Did they, to back up a step, dumb football question here. Did I hear you right that we got rid of the stopping the clock after first downs thing? Yep. First downs, except oh, the last two God. minutes. The last, yep. the last, except the last two minutes of each half. They oh, finally realized that they, you know, now that baseball is attempted to do something to move along, they figured that the last game in America that doesn't is. Do you Meanwhile, know why what? they did that? I found out they did that going back to the days when the chain gangs were so were slow, and so they stopped the clock because the chain gangs couldn't move quick enough, and they yeah, never well, changed the rule. Well, most of the chain gangs were my age, my current age, and my current build. That he, he always had the fat chain guy guy, and then he'd get it tangled up in his foot and uh, it falls stuff over. Stuff like that. The chain gang is, uh, you know, these all these high schools out in the state of Minnesota. They got that, you know. Every time one of their chain gang guys dial, what am I going to do now? The guy's been doing the chains for sixty years. Let's get Ricey down here. It's uh, uh, all kinds of high school football tonight, too. That's that's the one bad thing about these Gophers, this traditional Thursday night game they're playing. Well, all because of Labor Day weekend, all the high schools, you know, 80% of high schools in Minnesota are playing their games on Thursday night and that Thursday night, too, which is unfortunate, I think. Boys, I'm going to run because I've got a press conference to attend to hear about the yes. roster cuts, okay? Let's go. Got to throw some fastballs, Pat. Okay. I'll make you proud. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Good. Harass him about something, Judd. What? What? Judd? Uh, Judd harassed him about. Uh, oh, Hawkinson. We 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 still don't know if he's going to play or not. Well, Hawkinson. he harassed he harassed Hawkinson directly. Yeah, I know he did. Was... By the way, so Pat Hawkinson's been out. He hasn't practiced in full in a month. Yes. August third. For, for very suspicious reasons, too. Right. Yeah, that's it was it, well, it was an ear infection and then a lower back and you know. Yeah. It's uh they're going to have to pay him, but I guess they might not be able to, right? They 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 but they can't have they got it about half the, they got to have about $75 left in cap money, don't they? I mean, it it all depends. Well, they can they can finagle it any way they want, but they get, I think they have to figure out are we allocating you know 35 or 40 million dollars to a quarterback? 
are we, you know, Justin Jefferson, you kind of know where he's going to come in yeah. salary wise, but I think they're trying to figure out some of these other big, and they also don't have any edge rushers under contract for next year. Cause they're free agents. Yeah. So Derrissaw is going to yeah. get paid. Yeah. That, that, that tight end though, he was valuable. He was the oh, best thing they did. I, last agree. Year. I think, I think yeah, you yeah, signed him. I don't yeah. you know. It's it's the it's the new NFL. Tight ends are worth way more than running backs and and some other positions too. Uh, we all are uh, we are we will be curious here at the, at the press conference to find out if they found another offensive lineman. Although we talked about it yesterday that if they sign a veteran, it's going to be after the after the first game, so they don't have to guarantee the salary. What a great rule that is for the NFL. We're gonna hey hey we got a new one for you fellas. If we sign you, if we sign you after the first game, you're on a week to week paycheck. Uh, yeah. You know, what, wait, why? Why would the players sort of give at the negotiating table, right? Like, why yeah, would they, they just let they that just, one slide through? They just let them do anything they want to. It's a, it's it's incredible. I don't let's, like the delay, though. Do you? I don't like this extra way this week off. I, I let's play. Come on, let's, I agree. Let's, I, I would get rid of the delay between championship week and the Super Bowl, too. In fact, I'd play the Super Bowl on a Thursday night right after championship <laughs> Sunday. Uh, I want yeah. football now. Yes, that's uh, yeah. Let's go here. What do we wait? So what? Labor Day. They don't like to play Labor Day weekend because the TV ratings are down this much. They still have the highest TV ratings in the history of mankind. And uh, and, you know playing but you're, they're they're going to try to take over february i guess right that's the long-term plan to basically yes own the month of february so the super bowl will be on valentine's day or some damn thing so it's genius anyway it's genius so hey, that right, was a bad, bad, we didn't talk about it but that was a bad we didn't talk about it much but that we, we that was goes in the bad loss category yesterday how many of those bad losses have they had off the top of your head this year there's been at least three or four Early, like, like that, boy, that first, this would be a bad loss and then it happens first half of the year there were probably eight or nine and now there's this one this one is you just you just had a bad feeling when they kept not adding right not adding cleveland Cleveland's feisty, man. They're they're feisty. They are. They they're, still care too. Like you can tell when yeah. they win that game, they're fired up. Like they're still in yeah. it. And yeah. Francona is. You know, they're not. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to keep them at five games length, or mm-hmm. they might get feisty with you. My coder, my Cody Funderburk column didn't have much shelf life either, did it? Was, you did uh, sneak. You <laughs> snuck it in under the wire. I though. It, yes, I did. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, Pat. Have a good Pat. football game tonight, fellas. Who's going tailgating? Anybody? Uh, the, the Babu tailgate starts, I think, at 2 o'clock today. So Ooh, uh, wow. probably not going to make it for the opening bell, but I will be <laughs> in attendance at some point. <laughs> all right. See you later. All right. Bye-bye. Roll the boat. Sky you might go, Gophers. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Speaking of lower back pain, by the way, a shout-out to our friends over at Summit Orthopedics. So Summit Orthopedics is great because whatever you're dealing with, you don't even have to make, uh, or you don't even need a referral. You can make your own appointment. So that's point number one. Point number two is they offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 a.m. And point number three, 25 locations across the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com. That is summitortho.com.